So uh, my, my, my story today is uh, what I'm going to talk about is got milk and where's the beef? Um, turn to uh, 1 Corinthians 3, 1. 1 through, five, 1 through 3, I think it is. I think we all have it. Let's read it together. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 3. It's actually on the screen, yes. Yes. So let's read it together. Let's start now. And I, brethren, cannot speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. read that message there, it's, uh, it kind of tells you a little about babies, really. It's talking about how when you're a baby, you get sick. And the sick part is the sin part. When you envy, when you have divisions, we have strife. So that's why we have to be fed milk. And what does milk do for babies? Why is, why, why is breast milk the best milk because you have antibodies in breast milk in other words you can't fix yourself when you're a baby breast milk actually uh, uh, allows you to fight off all kinds of diseases you know and that's what really happens you're fighting off all these diseases and 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 it's the same thing here that's why God gave them milk because to fight off all those diseases they needed what love Okay, love is like milk. You know, the disease of envy, the disease of division, the disease of strife, all those things are, 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 are fought off by love. So the more love you have, the less envying, the less strife, the less selfishness, the less all those things will happen to you. You know, we, we, tend, to, um, we tend to take it for granted that we're in a church it has a lot of knowledge. I'm going to just be honest. This church has a lot of knowledge. A lot of things we talk about, most, a lot of people don't even talk about. But the thing is, is that in our church, we have really two types of people. We have milk drinkers and we have meat eaters. Okay? And the problem is, is that sometimes when you have milk drinkers and meat eaters in the same place, you're going to have problems. Unless the meat eaters knew what, it tastes, what milk tastes like. In other words, if meat eaters knew where they came from. Or if they remembered where they came from. But the problem is that you have... Uh, uh, but then at the same time, you got milk drinkers that go, hey, well, you know, this is where I'm at. This this me. Deal with me. I'm not going to change. I'm not doing nothing different. Because God said, 
that he's going to save me anyway. And he's right. Am I right or wrong? He's right. But at the same time, we have to realize that you have to grow. If you're a baby, do you always drink milk? As a matter of fact, humans are the only animal on the planet that continues to drink milk after he's weaned. Did you know that? Doesn't that sound kind of strange? We continually drink milk after we're weaned. Okay? But in the Bible, it talks about how we need to grow. So just because you're a milk drinker, I love you. But you have to grow. Just because you're a meat eater, which means when I say meat eater, that means someone that that can take this Bible and just, or take my iPhone and just go through all the text and go through LNG White and go through and just know all that stuff. But what does it really do if you don't have love? Okay? But let's not forget, you got two sides of this coin, and that's the problem. These two sides of the coin is what gets us in trouble. Because one side says, this is what you're supposed to do, this is what you're supposed to do, this is what you're supposed to do, this is what you're supposed to do. And are they right? Probably, probably, most definitely, yes. And then on the other side of the coin is, take me as I am. They're both right to a point. The point is, is that in everything, there's a blend in life. You can't just be on one side of the coin and expect you to do well, because it's kind of like if you have a, a, a son, like I do, and you want him to grow up and be strong and, and do all the things you do. Well, if you just tell him, look, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, this is what you're going to do, guess what's going to happen? He's going to fight against that. He's going to fight against that. But if you talk to him in love and still tell him, you got to do this, son. That's what you got to do. To get to this point, you got to do point A. To get from point A, then you got to go to point B. From point B, you got to go to point C. Okay? And I love you at every step of the way. In other words, as, I, as he's growing, guess what I'm doing? I'm giving him, I'm encouraging him, but you know what that's called? I'm giving him milk. Something that he can digest easily. Something that he can, he can take in without a problem. But the problem is that when you just force it down somebody's throat, they're going to they're gonna rebel. I know we all have kids, and some kids rebel. My kids rebel, because sometimes it was, you better do this. And they better, too. <laughs> but sometimes they rebel. And the fact is that when they rebel, there's a problem. And we don't want problems in the house of God, right? So, you have to blend your two statements. See, that's why when you read the Bible, people have a tendency to say stuff like, well, the Bible contradicts itself. The Bible doesn't contradict itself. It's just that you allow yourself into the Bible. And when you allow yourself into the Bible, you can't see what's past that. Uh, we're going to go to, uh, I'm going to just... This, is a, this one was about milk a little bit. And then we're going to go to Hebrews just so we can get a little idea of what we're talking about. Go to Hebrews uh, 5, 12 through 14. And I love this iPhone. 
James Whitehead. <laughs> All right, let's read it together. Though by this time you ought to be teachers. Did you ever understand why when you tell somebody something is kind of, it's like, there's a song that says, uh, a Donald Lawrence song, it says something like, uh, let me see here, what, is, what does it say? It says uh, that I'm not making sense, I'm making faith. You guys ever heard that? I'm not making sense, I'm making faith. In other words, sometimes when somebody tells you something that you think, well, what does that have to do with my uh, spirituality? Well, why should I do this or why should I do that? I shouldn't have to do any of these things. The fact is that God doesn't make sense. If he made sense, then we would be God. You know what I mean? The fact is God is so far beyond us that we don't know what sense is. But God's sense is way beyond us. The fact is, the reason why we can't see these things is because we have been too busy drinking milk. We have not started eating meat. If you look at this statement and here it says, for when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again. In other words, why is it every time, you know, I I taught you once. You got it right. I leave. Then I got to come back and go. You don't understand the point again. You know what that means? What do you think that means? You're not paying attention. You're not listening. But the real reason that you don't see it is because you don't want to. You really don't want to. That's that self. That's why the Bible, when you put yourself in the Bible, you never get the right answer. You think you got the right answer because it makes you feel good. But you never get the right answer. So what you have to do is you can't make sense. You have to make faith. And what, what happens is when you're making faith, you have to start learning how to grow. And see, what I realize about growing, even in my life, is that a lot of us, we're afraid to fail. And when we grow in grace and grow in love, we're afraid to fail. So it's like, I'd rather just continue to drink milk. Because if I can continue to drink milk, I don't have to do anything. I could just sit here, critique everybody, you know, get entertained. Oh, you know what? Pastor Edmonds, he's not here, so you know what? I ain't showing up. Because I'm only coming to receive. I'm not coming to give. Okay? That's all I'm doing. I'm not coming to receive. I'm coming to give. So the problem is that when when we think like that, we jack ourselves up. And the problem is that's why, you know, it says uh, we're supposed to be on one accord. Let's see here. Go to Philippians 2, 1 through 3. 
Because, you know, sometimes we get caught up on the, you know, God's going to accept me the way I am. God's going to take me in the, you know, God's going to do this. God's going to do that. You know, no matter what I do, how I do it, this is what God's going to do for me. It says that we're supposed to be on one accord. Okay. And when we're on one accord, what does that really mean? It means that we should all be thinking alike, right? But you know what it, do, what it doesn't say is, is that we're not all supposed to be at the same point. You know, you ever have a ladder? You ever see a guy on a ladder and one guy's moving up? Another guy's at the bottom, he starts moving up the ladder? Or it's stairs, take stairs. You're going up the stairs, one guy's on the stairs, another guy gets on the stairs. Well, the point is, is this, is that we all start at different levels. But what makes you on one accord is what? The, the goal that we're trying to get to. That's what puts you on one accord. One accord is where you want where you want to be. The fact is that some of us choose to just stand on the ground. Because we, we it, 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 and it hurts when you look at us and we, 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 we just stand there. We, 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 we don't want to change. We don't want to do anything different because we don't want to fail. And when we don't want to fail, that means we don't want to do any work. You know, when we don't want to do any work. That's not good. See, as a meat eater, and when I say meat, I don't really mean beef or whatever. It just says if somebody's eating complex foods, okay? Complex knowledge. You got what I'm saying? That's the difference between a meat eater and a milk drinker. See, when God, when Jesus came to this earth, he gave what? He gave them milk. You know why? They weren't, that's where they were. They were not ready for anything past milk. They didn't know any of this stuff. All they knew is, all, you know what all they knew? Is meat. All they knew is the harsh meat. They didn't know anything about the milk. So when Christ came, you know what he did? He said, you know, you got a broken arm, uh, you heal, baby. You, you can't see, boom, you can see now. Can't walk, you can walk now. And, 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 and that's, what, that's what milk is. Milk is a giving thing, okay? People that, people that get milk, they are called receivers, okay? As a milk drinker, you become a receiver. And there's nothing wrong with being a receiver. But there's got to be a point where you have to start making your own milk. You understand? In other words, you have to, there has to be a point where you, start make, where you have to start loving people, okay? So in other words, as you're drinking milk, as he's giving you milk, you should be trying to grow as a baby. Okay, think of it as this way. As a baby, you give him milk. As he grows, does he continue to drink milk? You give him something different, right? Okay. Now what I'm going to do now, I'm gonna, I just want to show you something because sometimes we can't see when someone's talking to you. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give Al McNair a bottle, baby bottle. I'm going to give... A sippy cup, okay? Okay? And I'm going to give you a sippy cup. I'm going to give you a bowl. And I'm going to give you, you look like you could use this, brother. Look at, look at that, man. Look at that sandwich there, man. Wow, look at that. And you know what? You're going to need, to do that, you're going to need all this. To do that, you're going to need just that, right? You're good. Because you, you only got a sippy cup. 
you got uh, this juice in there, okay, and you got milk over here, right? So let, let, let's, just, let's just play this out. Because he has the milk, what is he? A baby, right? Because he has this, what is he? Okay, well, well, you know what, let's skip to him. Let's go over here. Because he's still got milk in his sippy cup. So he's got milk over here. He's got juice. He's got a bowl. Because he can handle what? Because when you first give kids uh, things, you have to give them a what? A spoon first, right? You don't give them a fork first, right? You don't do that. But once you become a grown man, you need a fork, knife, and whatever else you can use to go to town. Don't eat that now, because I'm going to eat that afterwards, okay? Okay, now, now you, see, you see what I'm saying? Now, everybody's got something here, right? Now, the reason why you can't look down on the guy with the milk and the reason why you can't look bad at the guy that's trying to do good over here, because one day we all are, these are interchangeable parts all, every day of our lives, okay? You know, every day. Because one day, one day, you just hang on to that, hang on to that. One day, he's eating meat, right? He's handling his business. But then he makes a mistake. He falls. He creates a sin. There's a sin in his life, right? Which happens every day, right? Guess what? God says, look, I got milk. I got milk. There you go. Got milk, okay? But does, does, does he lose his meat? He, you never lose your meat, right? Because it's always there, right? So, soon, so, so what happens is when he gets the milk, then he realizes, look, I'm not always on top of the world anymore. So guess what I got to do? I got to do what? I got to realize where this milk guy is over here. Okay, because sometimes when we fall, we fall hard. We just, just fall out the sky, right? Okay, sometimes it's just, just like that. But then sometimes we don't fall as hard. So you know what we do? We got we the sippy cup. Okay? Okay, so, so this guy that was, he's not as high as this guy that was eating the, the real meat. He's got a little bit of meat. He's got like, what they call it, a little baby formula or whatever in there. You know, he's got a little cereal, a little life or whatever, right? A little oatmeal or something, right? So... So, so sometimes even this guy, he's moving his way up the ladder, but guess what happens to the rungs? He, he makes a fall. So guess what? He gets a sippy cup because he needs the milk, right? Because he's still not quite, you know, but, but then you know, what that, you know what that means? Because when you drink milk, you realize how low you are. I'm going to tell you, there was a sermon here that really changed what I, how, how we all should really think. Is that we have to always realize that we are the worst. And that's why the milk is always there. Because when we're the worst, that's the only time you can get help. Okay? So, so, so you get the sippy cup here. And, and not all the time when you fall. And here's another thing. You know, there's sin and then there's sinners. Right? Sometimes this guy that has the, uh, the meat, sometimes he's, he, 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 he creates a sin. But is he a sinner? He, he's, he, he created a, he had a sin, but he's not a sinner because he knows how to do what? He gets back to, he doesn't practice sin. A sinner is someone who practices sin, okay? So, 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 so what happens sometimes, he may take a step back, but he may only need a, a little bowl. You got what I said? A little oatmeal with a little sugar and cinnamon and, and, a, and, and what's that? Uh, some raisins. You ever have with prunes and stuff, these little prunes? It's really good. But at any rate... You know, it's, it's like that, okay? So, so what happens is you have to realize that, that we all are interchangeable. So the guy that eats meat, 
There's going to come a time in your life that you may end up where the milk is. And sometimes this guy right here is going to end up over here and vice versa. We all are like interchangeable parts in here. So once we realize that we're no better than him and he's no better than him, we can make this thing work, right? Because now we know where we got to go. And where, we, where do we really have to go? Where we really have to go is all of us should be striving to do what? Ooh, we all should be striving to get a sandwich. That's what we should be doing. We should, we should be striving to get into the sandwich. Well, we can use our fork and knives because what happens is when you don't really know the word as well as you think you know it, then you're still drinking milk. And what it says that the, in, in this statement in Hebrews, it says that, that you have to be able to handle the word of God. Okay? In other words, if you just out there, you just drinking milk, and then you're going to try to spout off something about the Bible, and you don't know any of this, or, or you don't know the deep meanings of what God is really trying to get to you, then you're still drinking milk. Or if you're not drinking milk, you may be doing the sippy cup, or you may be drinking the juice out of the sippy cup, or you may be having a bowl, okay? You can't, do, you can't use a fork and knife because the knife is too dangerous for you, okay? Because you may cut yourself. And how many times have we in here have cut ourselves? Plenty of times. So what we have to realize is that, 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 that it's good to drink milk. It's good to eat meat. The fact is that we can never lose sight of the fact that everything comes back to the milk. Everything. But here's another thing. See, milk drinkers... All they do, we give them milk. But meat eaters, have you ever noticed how many baby calves make milk? Anybody seen a calf make milk? Have we seen a, 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 a puppy dog make milk? Why can't they make milk? Because they're babies. They're babies. So in other words, to make milk, you have to eat meat. Which means you have to mature in this thing. You can't just sit on the sidelines and, and just sit here and just be a taker. See, milk drinkers are receivers. They're takers. Have you ever really realized like your babies, like my grandson, he does it, when, he want, when he wants something, he just cries? You know what that's called? Selfishness. Because it's all about who? Himself. All about himself. Whenever something goes on, you pat him around, you play with him, he smiles. Okay, does he really care about who you are? Sometimes, as, as they grow, they do. But in the beginning, if you got milk, they could care less. You know, am I right or wrong? They don't even know who you are. They don't know your name. They can't say your name. They can't, they can't do nothing for you. But guess what? You got milk. As long as you got milk, they're, they're your friend. How many times? But you know what? Sometimes what happens, too, in life is that there are babies. And we're supposed to give them milk because of their antibodies and because of all these problems. And then when we look at our kids and we see why they go wrong and they have problems, guess what has happened? Do you know what has happened? They weren't getting milk. You guys were giving them pop. You guys were giving them coffee, Coca-Cola, all kind of stuff that, that, that is not going to grow him up. That's not going to make him a better person. See, the problem is, is that it starts at the beginning of life. See, we all think it's at the end, but it's at the beginning of life when things go wrong. 
When things go wrong, it's at the beginning. Did you teach him? Did you give him the milk so that he have antibodies so that he can stop uh, uh, getting colds and coughing? And even if he gets it, he was able to fight it off. Did you give him did you give him milk so that he can uh, his bones will grow strong? He get the calcium he needs. Did you give him milk so that he can be up against your breast so that he knows what warmth is? He knows what love is. Did we give him milk? Some of us have not done that. I'm not talking about you in here, but people in general. But it's like anything. We know you by your fruits. So the fact is that we have to learn that 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 is nothing wrong with with the guy that just comes in and becomes a milk drinker. He's got to drink milk because he's got to do what? Grow strong. You know, what does it say? Build strong bodies 12 ways. Remember that? The fact is that that's what milk does. But if we keep doing what we're doing, or we keep stopping where we're stopping, then where are we going to be? If he stops at the sippy cup. You don't want him to stop at the sippy cup. Because guess what? He won't grow. He'll die. And sometimes, you know, we think death is a, a death. You, you, you bring the casket, you roll it up here. But you got to realize that right now we're walking dead right in here. In the church of God, where a lot of us are walking dead. Because we have not chose to grow. When you don't grow, you do what? You starve to death. You cannot live on a sippy cup and juice for the rest of your life. You cannot live on a milk in a bottle for the rest of your life. Now, now somebody else will say, that's why we have, that's why I have the two texts, because we'll have people that want to debate this. But, you know, go to Matthew 20. You can read it at your own time or we can put it on the screen if they can get to it. If not, we'll just just read it at your own time. But what it's talking about is that there was this man. He had to hire somebody. So he went to the center of the city where people stand there waiting to get hired. And guess what happens? There's people standing there. So, you know, what he does. He goes in and he says, look, man, look, I got 15 to 10 dollars work the whole day. The guy's like, man, I ain't had work in a long time, and I've been here waiting for something. So here, here you go. So you here first. In other words, you learned about God before anybody else. So you started off first. You're, you're doing good, okay? So you're getting your, your $15, man. I'm good. So then guess what happens? About 9 o'clock, that was early in the morning, 9 o'clock, he needs more workers in the field. He goes out again. There's more people standing out there. The first, and he says, look, I need some people to work. They say, well, whatever, hey, just, just pay me, just work, work me, and I'll get whatever you got for me. Yeah. Okay? Then he goes back out, say, 5 o'clock that evening. Okay? He goes back out in the field, and he says, look, I need some more workers. And there was people still standing there. So he bring those, bring those guys in. Then he goes out again. The 11th hour, he needed more people. And he goes out and gets those workers, right? And brings them in. So now, time is up. Time is up. 12 o'clock comes, they all, everybody's off work. So now everybody's going to get paid. So he said, bring the people 
They came in last. I'll pay them first. Okay? So guess what he does? He gives the last people $15. He gives the people that came in at 5 o'clock $15. He gives people that came in at 9 o'clock $15. He gives the people that, 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 that came in at 6 in the morning $15. What is that telling you? What's telling you is that it don't matter when you come. As long as you come. As long as you come. But the problem is, hey, 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 the problem is that sometimes we have, that's a great thing, man, I love it. But guess what? When those guys came at 11 o'clock, the 11th hour, what did they have to do? They had to do what? I can't hear you. They had to work. So they had to work just that hour, but that's all they had was an hour, right? But they had to work that hour, right? He didn't say, 11th hour, you just sit down, and you're going to just slide in, and I'm paying you. He never said that, did he? Did you ever read that? He said he got workers. He didn't get standards, okay? He didn't get standards, okay? He got workers. So when the workers came at, at, the, at that 11th hour, okay, they had to work even that one hour. But guess what happened? They got paid the same. So when God comes, when Jesus comes, guess what's going to happen? Even though you ate the meat, you get the sandwich over here, okay? He's got the bowl over here. If you guys have done your duty, if you ate all in your bowl right now, but if you, if you took your bowl and you did this and you just you, you put it in there and you let it sit, what are you getting? If you didn't do anything, you didn't eat it. You didn't grow at all. How many of us in here are not growing? How many of us? We have to realize that you have to look at, look at life differently. You can't just look at it one way. You just can't look at it like, hey, I'm going to heaven because I'm a milk drinker. God's coming to get me. No, because he says you got to work. There's, there's some work involved. There's something. As a matter of fact, in, uh, I think it's Titus. Read Titus 3, 2 through 5. And it's an iPhone. <laughs> what does it say? It says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, which we have what? See, we, we don't read that part. It says, not by works. Everybody goes, not by works. We ain't got to do nothing to get in. We good. We good. We ain't got to do nothing. But that's not what it says. It says, not by works is what gets you in, which we have done. Okay? But according to his mercy. In other words, just because you only came in 11th hour, you're going to get saved anyway. Just because you came at five, you're going to get saved. Just because you weren't there in the morning, you're going to get saved. Because you came in the afternoon, you're going to get saved. But, which we have done. Do y'all get that? I mean, who don't get that? The fact is that we have to do something to get something. It's always been like that. Faith without works is dead. Now, I didn't say that. The Bible says that. 
Okay. We have to we have to we have to really look at look at our, ourselves in a different light. See, Desire of Ages says when the people were following Jesus Christ around that the people were were upset that he's going to die. They were crying and complaining. Like, oh, my goodness, uh, you know, this dude, he, 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 he actually, he raised the dead. He, you know, I, I thought he was going to be our redeemer. What do you think was missing in those statements? He's, he, he healed my son. He gave sight to the blind. You know what's missing? The fact that they did not really believe. See, sometimes you can have milk. See, they had milk, a heart of love for him. They had milk, but they didn't really believe that he was the son of God. They just thought he's another, what they call a malefactor, another criminal, another person that's just going down to these mean Pharisees. The fact is, is that Jesus was hurt. By that statement. Do you know why he was hurt by the statement? Because they didn't know who he was. I healed somebody in front of you. I can't be just normal. I made a, I made a, a hand come. I'm not normal, man. You saw me do this. You, you saw me make this guy get up and walk. You saw all this stuff and you still think I'm just you? Am I just you? That's the problem. Even today, we still think he's just us. He'll understand. You know, I don't want to change. I heard a sermon recently that was really, he said something really good. He said, when Jesus comes, he's not looking for you. Guess who he's looking for? Himself. So when you look in the mirror, do you look like him? When you do things you do, do you act like him? Do you even walk like him? Do you dress like him? Do you do any of those things like him? That was such a profound statement. See, we think he's coming for me. But see, what it also says is that to be able to understand the deep things of God, you have to have the Holy Spirit with inside. Because when you have the Holy Spirit inside, God can, you know, like I, like I was, t- some dude I had posted something about the Mayweather, about, you know, I, I post some on Facebook Mayweather. I don't do the Facebook that much, but I did that. And the guy goes, what do you know about, what do you know about that? And you know what I said? Game knows game. See, Christ is the same way. Game knows game. In other words, he can look inside of you and say, Holy Spirit's in there. We can talk. I can teach you something. I can let you discern why I said not to do. I can discern why I said to do. I can discern why you should love your fellow man. I can discern why you should read the, 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 the Ten Commandments. I can discern it now because game knows game. The fact is that if, if, if game didn't know game, 
How can Christ talk to you? You're not even close to figure, be able to figure out what he's thinking about. But something inside of you have to be able to massage your mind and your heart so that you know where you're at. So if it's not there, you, you're going to always do this. Wow. You know, that don't say that to me. <laughs> this can't be right. You know why it can't be right? Because I don't want to do nothing different. Because it's about it's not about him. Because you know who we understand? Who do we understand? Me. See, only you can understand you. Now, God can understand you, but only you can understand you. But when God is trying to talk to you, you can't understand him. So to understand him, you got to have something inside of you, a spark of something so that you can understand. Does that make sense? So 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 game knows game. So when Christ looks at you and he sees his reflection coming from you and you say, well, why can't I do such? Well, then the Holy Spirit gets to massage in your mind, massage in your head. And then you go, you know what? That's I get it now. But when you don't know any of that, guess what? You don't know nothing. He can't talk to you. Because your game is you. Selfishness. And when your game is you, guess whose game? You, guess who knows that game? See, Satan knows game, too. OK, so that's the game he's trying to. do. So what we're trying to do is get Satan up out of us. OK, we have to realize that we have to we have to be smarter. I tell you, man, it's it's it's, uh, it's, it, it, it's something that we we tend to just think that things just go one way. Because every time you, you ever hear, you know, somebody says one thing, every, amen. And then somebody else say something else that makes your point, amen. Has any of us ever started putting this stuff together and realize what it really is saying? You know why we don't? Because we have to, we have to have something inside. Okay? Remember what I told you? Milk drinkers are receivers. A meat eater that has the love of Christ in him is a producer of what? Milk. So if you want somebody, if you want us to do better in our lives, a a producer of milk should always be making babies. See, see what, what good is milk if it has no place to go? What good is milk if it has no place to go? I got all this knowledge. But where's your milk? So if, you, if you're doing it right, if you're doing it right, you should be producing yourself. Which if you're producing yourself, you should be a reflection of who? But are we doing that? See, see churches should be overflowing. And some churches are overflowing because guess what they got? All they got is milk. That's all they got is milk. Some churches are just Busting out the seeds. You know why? It's easy to drink milk. Milk is a a simple food. A simple food that that, that keeps you alive for the rest of you. You can probably drink milk and grow kind of old just drinking milk. But will you build strong bodies 12 ways? Will you you eventually start gaining muscle? Have you ever seen somebody that that, that, uh, all they ate was... uh, they ate a ton of uh, iceberg lettuce. 
Somebody eats a ton of iceberg lettuce, guess what happens? Iceberg lettuce has no nutritional value. But then you got some things that has nutritional value, milk. If you fed a baby milk every day, and then he became an adult and he's still drinking milk, and he became, what kind of guy, you, would, you think he's going to be able to, you know what, he'd be tired all the time? He's not going to want to work because you know what, when you receive something, you, just, you know what they call that, right? Spoil. How many times have we spoiled our kids? They want something, so we give it to them. So we just keep giving. We just keep giving. We never make them do any kind of work. We never teach them a lesson of how you got what you got. Let's start drinking milk. But more importantly, let's start producing milk. Because for us to have milk, somebody had to give it to us. And when they had to give it to us, now we have to give it to someone else. See, this thing is, this thing is really deep here. Because thank God that there's milk. Thank God that God has mercy on all of us. Because you know what? If it was up to us, or if it was up to the way we run our life, we would be dead. We'll be lost. But because God is faithful enough to forgive us of our sins, which means that is the milk that he's given us. He's, over, he's, he's, he's putting antibodies in us so that we can stop sinning. But as soon as we get off of that, we have to start moving forward. Take those, move up, move, up the, move up the food chain. Get complex foods in your, in your body. Figure out how you're doing. We tend to sit here all the time and we don't love. We tend to sit here all the time, and all we want is love. Did I get that? A lot of times the guy that's the meat eater doesn't know how to love. Because if he did, he would be producing babies. Or she would be producing babies. You know why you produce babies? Because when I remember when my wife was pregnant and she stopped nursing, do you know what happens? Her breast got engorged because there's no place for it to go. So for us, we have to be always producing. Always changing. So if you came in this church today and you leave out and you come back the same way and you keep going to church tomorrow and you leave out the same way, you keep going to, 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 to studying your Bible and doing your thing and you still come back the same way. What is that telling us? You're not growing at all. See, we have to learn the higher things of God. We got to start producing. When things go wrong, milk is always there. When things go right, 
milk is always there. But it takes a higher calling. In other words, as much as Paul wrote, as much as Jesus wrote, as much as John wrote, all these high prophets wrote, they did a lot of work. Guess what? They came in the morning to work. But in the end, I worked my little one hour, but I worked that baby. But if you sit there and come back the same way, what is that saying? Look at your lives. Look at all of our lives because I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to me. Because I am like what Paul says, I'm the chief of sinners. And all of us are. Can't look down on you. You can't look down on me because we all on the ground. The ladder's still there, but none of we, nobody's grabbing the rungs to get up there. Just remember, you got to have milk. But you also have to have meat. Amen. You know, God has given us his son. He has put us in a situation where he loves us unconditionally. No matter what we've done in our lives, he still gives us milk. When we feel we're on top of the world and we fall,